everybody. I'm Dan Stewart with your Fantasy Sports Network News Update. Get ready to move over OBJ. New Orleans Saints prep to make Michael Thomas the NFL's highest paid receiver. This according to a report from ESPN. Right now, Odell Beckham Jr. at $18 million per, per year currently leads all receivers in the league. Extension talks are progressing and the deal should be done by training camp. According to the reports, the Saints could be in a race with their divisional rival Atlanta to extend their top wideout too. The Falcons confident that they're going to reach a deal with Julio Jones before camp begins in July. Thomas entering the final year of his rookie deal. Great numbers, career highs and yards. 1,405 catches, 125, and he tied his personal best with nine TDs. As for Jones, the Falcons reworked Julio's deal last season with the promise that the contract, which has two years and $20 million in total remaining, would be extended this year to make him one of the league's top receivers. The longtime Falcons wideout leading the league with 1,677 receiving yards last year. The Oakland Raiders have signed first-round pick Cleland Farrell to a rookie tier today. The fourth overall pick started in 44 games for the Clemson Tigers and helped lift them to two national championships. Over his career, he totaled 166 tackles, including 50 for a loss with 27 sacks and five forced fumbles. Nothing crazy here. This just breaking. Chris Paul demanding a trade from Houston as his relationship with James Harden is unsalvageable. That telling sources from Vince Goodwill. Harden also said uh, he's been annoyed by Paul's personality and even annoyed at his extended periods out of the lineup, sources say. Killing the 34-year-old is going to be almost impossible. Very tough. Paul has owned more than $79 million over the next two years, and he has a $44 million option for 20, 2022 and 2023. Kawhi Leonard, if he does return to his hometown of L.A. in free agency, it'll likely be the Clippers, not the Lakers. This telling ESPN's watch. Leonard might also be uh, take a meeting with the Lakers. He might pass on that meeting, according to the latest report. As it stands now, the Lakers do not have a max salary spot for a player like Leonard after training for Anthony Davis. The only way the team can add a max slot is if the New Orleans Pelicans agree to wait until July 30th to make the Davis deal official, and that's not going to happen. The Clippers are believed to be prepping a pitch to Leonard, who was the finals MVP with the Raptors. The claw becomes a free agent June 30th. Sacramento Kings forward Harrison Barnes declining his $25 million option next year. That makes him an unrestricted free agent. Uh, However, Barnes and the Kings open to exploring a new deal. He averaged 14.3 points a game on 45.5% shooting from the floor and 40.8% from distance in 28 games in Sacktown. Celtics uh, center Al Horford, he'll become a free agent on June 30th too after deciding not to pick up the $30 million option on his contract in the final year. Both sides have shown interest in working out a new deal. Horford, now 33 years old, averaged 13.6 points in 68 games this past season. The Atlanta Hawks, they're looking to move up to package the 8th and 10th overall picks to move up in this year's NBA draft. The New York Knicks will host Vanderbilt's Darius Garland for last-minute workout Wednesday. The team's considering to select the number 3 overall pick in the draft. R.J. Barrett right now is projected to the Knicks at 3, but the Knicks, they might go in a different direction. The 19-year-old Garland didn't play much. He's projected to be drafted between picks 5 and 7. NHL news, multiple teams fearing the salary cap of less than $82 million. The Vegas Golden Knights in good shape, though. They have $83.1 million in cap space. The Sharks trading defenseman Justin Braun to the Flyers for a second-round selection in this year's draft and a third-rounder in 2020. San Jose clearing $3.8 million off the books with the move after signing Eric Carlson yesterday. The Tampa Bay Lightning, they penned defenseman Braden Coburn to a two-year deal with an average salary of $1.7 million. Coburn spent the last five seasons with the Lightning, putting up 23 points in 74 games last year. Very, very solid year, his highest total since joining the club. MLB board, uh, we got 
15 games on the schedule. Stick around, guys. Me and Gabe will go through the whole board at the 6 o'clock. Right after the update, we got the MLB betting show. We can give you our best bets. Hopefully, we can do uh, 4-0 last night and get you some more winners. But the Yankees and Rays tonight, we got Yanks minus 150, 10, Stanton and half. Stanton returns to the Yankee lineup after being out since April. And Bryce Harper back for Philadelphia tonight at Washington. Nats minus 169.5, Arietta versus Corbin. A little bit of a quick update here. We got uh, rain delay in college baseball, 4-1 to one for Louisville over Auburn. At 7, Vanderbilt, Mississippi State, World's Cup, Women's World Cup of Soccer. Brazil beats Italy 1 to nothing, and Australia takes out Jamaica 4-1. to one. I'm Cam Stewart. Stay tuned. As I mentioned, Hour 3 of Red Heat and Rage Radio with me and Gabe Barenci. We'll go through the MLB board, talk to big man on campus, some NBA stories breaking, and a whole lot more. So stick around, everybody. Let's win some money. It's Red Heat and Rage Hour 3 Coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game, Game time, time decisions. decisions. Level three, let's roll. And let's, uh, let's win some money. There's an old guy on the bus camp, the uh, Degenerate Express, the 160. And it's at a racetrack. And uh, so it leaves the Port Authority and it stops in Union City. And there's a bunch of yeah. dudes that get on in Union City. Um, you know, older guys, Dominicans, Puerto Ricans. Uh, they're all Hispanic for the most part. Union City is very Hispanic. And they'll get on and they've already got their racing forms already. And, they, you know, they got the post with the paper. And they all <laughs> every day without, without missing a beat, one of the guys uh, gets up and when we pull into the to the Meadowlands, he's the first one, and he says it every day, like without without missing a beat. All right, let's make some money, everybody. Let's make some money. <laughs> everybody like shuffles off the bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's make some money. But like, it's, it's without uh, without missing a beat. Funny guy, actually. Uh, um, I don't know if he actually makes money, but he's there every day. So <laughs> I assume he's doing all right if he's there every day still. Um, but we control. We made money last night, Major League Baseball guys. We gave you four picks, all four picks. One, uh, Texas Rangers uh, victorious. Uh, the unders, the Reds. The game goes under the number. Um, looking yep. at the board here tonight. Uh, first up, we've had yeah, rain is in the mix. Like right now, it's raining pretty hard in New York, but it's on and off. But I don't know what it's like in the Bronx. Yeah, it's so big here. It's it's you know. But we'll keep our eye on that. But we have Detroit and Pittsburgh first game in the rotation here, Cam. Pretty much a train wreck of a baseball game. We got Keller versus Norris here tonight. Total is nine. Uh, Pirates are big favorites. Both these teams uh, are going in a bad direction. Both two and eight in their last ten baseball games. Yeah, these are games that we're going to try to avoid, Gabe. As you say, I'm, I'm going to pick our spots tonight. I think there's a couple games that we can bet. This isn't going to be one of them. You know, sometimes we can bet on bad teams, but we look for the situations. Uh, I don't like it. So uh, there's a couple other things that I'm looking at, but uh, that's not one of them for sure. Um, uh, we've got Arietta and Corbin uh, yeah. looking at uh, at Philadelphia. Philadelphia and Washington. And as you mentioned, Bryce Harper goes back uh, to Washington uh, once again. And, you know, we, we talked about this. So, look, this, this game was uh, it was rained out. We've already talked about this pitching matchup. And, I get it. I know Arietta has been a gas can, but Corbin's really been struggling as well over his last uh, three starts. I just don't, I can't justify Washington being this big of a favorite. Yeah, I, I kind of like Washington in the spot, Gabe, but because of the juice, I'm not going to bet it. I think it's a little bit too much of a price. Um, 
I, I, I think it's a pitching advantage. Pavetta has been really, really bad for Philadelphia. And you're right, though. You mentioned Corbin recently. He hasn't been on the good train either. As we mentioned uh, on yesterday's show, I think we should talk about the over in this game, but it's nine and a half. But I have a lean to Washington. I don't want to lay uh, 60, 65 cents. Too much for me, buddy. Too rich for my blood. Uh, so the New York New York Yankees uh, victorious uh, last night. Um, this is a, They've hit a home run, Cam, the Yankees, in 20 straight games. Um, Yankees have hit a home run in 20 straight games, and of course they get another home run hitter back tonight. Giancarlo Stanton uh, returns uh, this evening. It's Stanton versus Hap. Uh, number's pretty high, Cam. I like the Rays. I, like I think tonight. the Rays are a live like dog. Yeah. I do too. Hap hasn't been good. You're getting Stanton at 155. It is worth a bet on. Stanton will make the card tonight. All right, we'll hit the NBA draft with some baseball. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. All right, game time decision. Continue. I need HR Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I am uh, Gabriel Morenci. Uh Cam Stewart uh, throwing it down. We talk about it. it is raining in New York right now. I think that the uh, the Rays could be a live uh, live dog here uh, this evening. A big man on campus uh, set to uh, step up and in. Uh, we just want to uh, remind. Yeah. Yeah, let's see. Uh, right now, Cam, rounding second base. So good. It was good. Going into now, third. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, do we throw home? Or are we going to beat the runner, or do we cut is, it off? Is it inside, inside the park home run? It's an inside. Yeah, yeah. He's, he, he's safe. He's safe. Yo, mic on, mic off. There, it's uh, off, uh, I think. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We saved. Good. That's okay, uh, Yang. Only one run scored. Could have been a hell of a lot worse. We got uh, we we backed up the catcher. No other runners advanced, so we're okay now. But we're in a tough situation. Yeah. Runners on second and third. We got you know what? You got to pitch your way out of this jam, buddy. We believe in you. I, no, no, that's a, that's an inside the park home run. And I oh, want to say sorry. too, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe uh, this vegetarian. Maybe you guys got to start get back on the chicken at least or something, bro. Man, you gave that an inside the park home run, buddy. I mean, like. It wasn't even for that that's long. It. I mean, it wasn't even like through an update. I mean, like I knew if it was through no, a no, 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 update, no, no. That's, that's an inside the park in there, buddy. That's like, an inside like, like yeah, yeah. No, we were giving you seconds to fix it, and he was running around first, running around second. That's why I said, is he gonna come home? Like, yeah, oh yeah. I think he got thrown He's, out at home because when I caught it, it was just like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got tossed out. Uh, no, no, there was no one tossed out. Uh, safe. Let's bring in big man on campus uh, right now. <laughs> I'm trying to post my picks here, too, at the same time. I got too I many know, freaking sites, like my own sites. Ugh. It's an underdog night tonight in Major League Baseball once again. Um, all right, let's bring Big Man on campus. Uh, and uh, what's up, Big Man? Hey, guys, how are you? We're Good doing all man. right. Um, at least the, the, the echo wasn't you. It was on, uh, it was on them. So, so we're off to a good start there. So, uh, Big Man, NBA draft uh, now a couple of days away 
Uh, they've got uh, the props are out right now. And the NBA draft is always more difficult to bet than the than the um, than the NFL draft because the NFL draft there's more there's more options. There's like variable, like there's more different things that could happen. The NBA, like they pretty much have this stuff narrowed down. So you're you're really betting. All right, will this guy get drafted by this team or not? And you're kind of screwed. There's not a lot of uh, not a lot of wiggle room in the NBA with draft props. And we'll try to find some of them. Zion Williamson is the uh, you know it's minus eight thousand for him to be the number one pick. All right, so there's not much uh, we we could do uh, with that. Uh, they have uh, there's a couple of special props that we'll get into, uh, and uh, we've got player position. Uh, props here right now but none of them are easy so let's start here right now I'll throw it to you big man Cam Reddish Cam Reddish Duke Blue Devils a player that a lot of people thought was going to be a top five pick uh, throughout the year or at least it was hype that oh they could have three of the top five picks on one team Cam Reddish never really got it going this past year with Duke you know it was Zion Williamson it was RJ Barrett Cam Reddish was an after fact his stock dropped a bit his stock did drop, yet he still could be a very good NBA player. Like, a lot of scouts think that, you know what, don't worry about what happened in college. He's just built for the NBA, this kid. The prop for Cam Reddish is, will he get selected eighth or higher? Eighth or higher is minus 200. So, essentially, it's one through seven plus 154. Do you think that Cam Reddish has fallen this far that he's going to go eight or later, big man? Uh, yeah, I, that's I have him at eight to Atlanta. I think it's one of the safer selections in the first round. You know, it's interesting, Gabe uh, and Cam. After the first three picks, um, there's a lot of uncertainty. I mean, we know who's going to be picked. We just don't necessarily know. Even that what third pick is a question which. mark. There's no guarantee. Exactly. Next Even day, that, right? I mean. Yeah, I mean that could be that could be something. But no, Cameron Reddish, you know, I considered and I've heard a little talk recently that maybe Cleveland at 5 entertains the idea. The problem with uh, Cameron Reddish is he there's a lot of question marks about his motor and how much does he love the game of basketball. A lot of people have compared him a little bit to Andrew Wiggins, uh which again, you know, decent career in the NBA, but nothing like we thought he would be. Um, he obviously was overshadowed. You have to wonder, you know, if he wasn't where he would be uh, getting drafted. But no, I think you know eight is safe. I think that's really where I'd go with him. You look at some of the teams above him, a team like the Bulls, a team like the Suns. Um, they're in need of a point guard, and I think Darius Garland, players like that, they're a little bit more yeah. uh, needed in the top seven. And Cleveland now, John Beeline, Michigan head coach. John Beeline is the Cleveland Cavalier coach. Reddish isn't his type of guy. You know who's one million percent no. his guy? Jared Culver. And exactly. he'll know him because he played yeah. against him right now recently in the tournament, and it didn't end well That's for, cool. for Beeline. But, you know, Cam, like, Beeline likes defense. Beeline likes, like, high basketball IQ. It, you know, Culver just it just it's, it just screams out, basically, Beeline and Cleveland uh, Culver. Uh, and it's interesting because these big man mentioned Cavs five. Um, Culver's prop is: Will Jared Culver be selected picks through one through five? One through yes. five. I say yes as well. Minus one forty-eight, Cam. And Jared Culver is going to be a good NBA player too. Like a good defensive player, his offensive game to develop. 
I know everyone's going to say, oh, you know, everyone's looking for the next Kawhi Leonard, sort of two-way player, big man. But Jared Culver sort of could be a, good, a, a two-way player. I mean, we know he's a good defensive player already. And, his, you know, his jump shot is lacking a little bit, but so was Kawhi Leonard's coming out of San Diego State. I mean, they're just kids. We overanalyze these guys. Jared Culver can play. I see him going five. I like the bet, big man. Culver, one through five, minus 148. What do you think? Yeah, I, I actually really like that myself. I, that's where I have him going. I have him slotted in at five in my own box. You know, you look at Culver, you know, they have a real need for a, a two-guard. I mean, Nick Stauskas, it's likely that they'll move on from him. You know, Jordan Clarkson is not a starting two in this league. He's a good backup. But I think Culver can almost kind of wait behind in the wings, and you pair him with uh, with um, with uh, their point guard there, Colin Sexton. I think that's a real nice one-two punch. Yeah, Beeline likes those defensive-minded kids that he can mold into kind of what he is. You don't necessarily need to do a ton with him on the defensive end. But, you know, again, it, we've talked about this with you guys. You know, whether you want to work hard or not, that's kind of how an NBA player you are. And Culver's just a, a gym rat. He loves basketball. He loves the game. He's actually, personality-wise, a lot like Kawhi Leonard. He's very soft-spoken. You don't hear a ton about him. I actually really love him and DeAndre Hunter, both those two. I'm big on the Culver prop that you mentioned. I also like DeAndre Hunter under five and a half as well. He's a guy that you're getting plus money on that one. I think four, well, I, see I think the minus, Pelicans take him. It's minus 112 with DeAndre. This is where it gets interesting, though. Yeah. One through five. All right, so Zion Williamson one, Jamarant two. Let's say I think R.J. Barrett will be the guy the Knicks go with. So yeah. R.J. Barrett three, and then you get into DeAndre Hunter, you get into Garland, you get into Jared Culver. They can't all go uh, one through five here, guys. Right? That you know, and this is what it comes down to. And my deal here is too: Are the Pelicans going to trade that fourth overall pick? Sure. You know, and, there's a rumor they're going to trade it to the Washington Wizards for Bradley Beal. They're going to send Ingram and, and the fourth pick to the Wizards to get Bradley Beal. There's a lot up in the air here, but you think DeAndre Hunter, big man, is uh, is a, you know should go before the sixth pick? Yeah, I mean, again, I mean, we're we're it's so hard to 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 wonder where we're going to see trades. I obviously do the 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 mocks with the intensity, you know, with the thought that there's not going to be any trades, but. Yeah, I think Hunter makes sense there. I mean, he could play the three for them. Um, they have a need at this point with moving on from Julius Randle. I have to think Drew Holiday stays. Um, you put him at the two. You put Hunter at the three. Um, you obviously have Julius Okafor. You'd have Don Williamson as well. So I think the pick makes sense. I'm looking at it at this point and saying, I don't know that I recommend making the pick just because there's so many variables. You're having to lay money to actually risk it anyway. Um, and you're basically banking on one pick because if you like Culver at five, Hunter's an absolute. All right, hang in here, big man. We'll take a quick break. We'll continue to hit the uh, NBA draft and their props. Take a look at the baseball. 
from the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Got a bunch of baseball underdogs who went 4-0 last night on the diamond cam, lit it up as well uh, last night. We got more baseball picks uh, for you. I actually have Brazil in this uh, Copa. uh, Copa Copa America. That's right. Copa America. There's a game going off uh, right uh, 5.30 start too, Marenzi, before you got that going on right now. No, I don't have any action on that one, but I actually get the games on TV in, uh, in Spanish nice. here in New York. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. So I, I've got I've got a parlay to close out. In fact, big man, we talked about it the other night. Um, Haiti only won 2-1 against Bermuda, man. They were down 1-0 at the half. I was getting pissed. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Bermuda. But, yeah. I guess Bermuda. I saw that. Uh, <laughs> Bermuda. Yeah, like, the big... We're like, come on, Cam. Like, hey, I know, like Haiti, know. like they were like minus four forty. <laughs> I had them in a parlay with Uruguay, uh, and then uh, I put Brazil in it to make it pay better. I was like, ah, I gotta wait two days, but I'll put Brazil in too. So I need Brazil to beat Venezuela tonight, but it's in Brazil, so uh, hey, so they yeah, should get it done. You, it, it's funny you bring that up. I had, uh, I actually did that myself yesterday. I needed France women to beat. Uh, I think Nigeria, and they had some like crazy penalty late and ended up winning. But I got lucky yeah. on that one. But yeah, some of these you throw some of these big dogs in or big favorites in, you just expect them to win, and some of them end up uh, having to grind it out. Yeah, you know just what they're called? Parlay busters. <laughs> parlay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no, like parlay busters. Uh, nothing's a lock, man. Sometimes those big minus four hundred. So Bolivia and Peru are tied one one at halftime. If you guys want to get live cool. action, Brazil and Venezuela, as you mentioned. 8.30 start tonight. And also, Gabe, in our uh, neck of the woods, the CONCACAF Gold Cup tonight, Panama versus TNT, that being Trinidad and Tobago for 7.30. And the United States, a big, big, probably four-and-a-half goal favorite over Guyana. 10 o'clock, oh, here's and, your uh, soccer update. Yeah, Canada, I think Canada plays Mexico tomorrow or later in the that week. Is, like to be tomorrow? Yeah, they're going to get smoked. Mexico's real good. Real good. Yeah, we play uh, Mexico tomorrow, 10.30. Uh-oh. Early game, oh, Cuba see. versus Martin. Where's the patriotism, Cam? Come on. Gabe, I'm a realist, man. The Mexicans are damn good. Uh, I'll be happy. Uh, I'll be happy with a tight game. Sorry. They're okay, real Okay, so um, NBA draft props. We can go over each yeah. player, but time goes by. I, let's get into uh, here's one. All right. Son of a bitch. It was minus 230 the other day, and I wanted minus 213, and I wanted to take it. I knew it was going to go up. I was hoping no one's going to notice this. They noticed. Um, number of players by Gonzaga drafted in the top 10, big men. Yeah. It's, I, Over I under. I can't believe so you if, mentioned that. If one yeah, player I is going to get drafted, it's plus 150. I say no. Under. I say no, but it was minus 213. What do you think of that one? Yeah, it's funny you say that. I actually, that was a prop that I grabbed early. I, I actually bet it yesterday myself because 
when I was looking over my mock, I, I just I like Clark and Hachimura, but I don't I just don't think they fit in the first round. Clark, I think, is going to fall. I, a lot of people are really high on him. And, look, I think he's a great defensive player, but I think he falls a little bit. It wouldn't surprise me if he falls into the late uh, teens, early 20s. Hachimura, I think, goes 11. Minnesota, has mentioned, they love Hachimura. I think he fits in really well with what they're doing there. You're kind of you know, around um, uh, towns and some of their young players. So, yeah, I, I love that one. No Gonzaga players in the top 10. I'm, I'm interested in that one. I think – I think the Wizards, as you said, they might move. Um, you know, I just don't think a lot of the teams that are in there are going to take Hachimura. And, you know, there's just other players that are more coveted. It sucks. I should have got this stuff in a couple of days ago. There's been big movement on it. There was another one I like, too. Number one and a half UNC players to be drafted in the in the first, in the top 10. Yeah, I swear the other day it was like minus 200. Now it's minus 370 under uh, the, the one and a half. Um all right, here's an interesting one. Will Carson Edwards, you remember, guys, Carson Edwards, the kid from Purdue that Purdue? hit a million shots? Yes, sir. Yeah. Will Carson Edwards be drafted in the first round? Yes, minus 120. No, minus 135. What do you think, big man? Carson Edwards, is he a first rounder? Yeah, I have him actually as the last pick in the first round to Milwaukee. I think uh, I think Brooklyn could have some interest maybe at 20, uh, 27. I think he's a first-round player. I also think, you know, don't be surprised if Golden State takes a shot with the kid. I think Golden State goes either Dylan Windler or Carson Edwards. I think both players fit in well there. Um, yeah, I mean, I, it's not when I'm running to the wind of the bet, but, yeah, I, I think he's I think he's worthy of a top 30 talent. Yeah. Um, here was an interesting flair. Now, I saw this the other day. Do they still have it up? Okay, so they have Rui Hachimura 1 through 13. So if he goes one through thirteen, it's minus one ninety two. If he goes fourteen or higher, it's it's plus uh, plus one fifty. He should go before the fourteenth pick. Agreed, hundred um, percent. All right, what about this? This is a big plus money one. You know, I talk smack about the kid. I once said he doesn't scare me, and then he hit a three and beat me, and it cost me my money. So, advantage Tyler Hero. You, you got me uh, that one time, but <laughs> is he really a lock to be in the top 18 picks? It's minus 320. If he's 19 or later, it's plus 210. Yeah, the kid out of Kentucky, is he really is uh, is is he really a lock to be one through 18, big man? I think he is at this point. The, the problem with, with Hero, he, he probably could even have been a bit higher. He's actually dropped a little bit, but no, I actually have uh, under myself. I, I think there are just too many teams that need shooting. I mean, you look at a team like the Pistons, the Magic, the Pacers, all teams that need shooters. You, you could make the case he's, he's possibly the best shooter in the draft overall, uh, at least in the top 20. No, I, I think he's surely a top 18 pick. Um, I, I, you know, I always want to look for those kind of big, uh, big uh, plus money do- uh, dogs as well. But no, I just can't see it. I, I think he fits well. I think we've seen some of these other kids that have kind of come in with the similar profile. I have him going to the Orlando Magic. I think he fits really well with a place like that. Um, no, I, I like him in the top 18 for sure. What do you think about the kid from Indiana, Romeo Langford? Uh, one through 16 yeah. is minus 142. Uh, 17 or higher is plus 112. I, I'm leaning with the under here. I don't think he's going to last to 17, this kid. I think he'll go like 13, 14, 15, 16 even. Yeah, I think the. This, there's a little wiggle room, in my opinion, with this. 
Like, it wouldn't shock me if he went, like, you know, you know, 13th, 14th. Um, you know, so you got Miami. I don't know about Miami. You got Boston, 14. Detroit's 15. Orlando, 16. What do you think about uh, Langford out of Indiana? Yeah, I have him going 15, actually, to Detroit. I, I think uh, I think he, he's a lot like Evan Turner. He's got a lot of the same kind of mannerisms and the way he, he kind of plays the game. He's another guy that a lot of people have concerns with uh, a motor perspective. Is he totally in love with the game? Does he love playing sports? You know, but no, he's a great player, good player at Indiana. Uh, really didn't have a ton of, you know, he only played there for one year, but he's an aggressive kid. He gets to the rim. Uh, really good high school reputation. Coming out of high school, he was very much coveted. He's a lot like a guy that one of the players gave him, Cam, that I really like, that it really isn't getting any love, but you talked about kind of that comparison to Kawhi Leonard, and is there a player that might have those tools? I, I think it's Nasir Little. He's a guy that like, I'm incredibly high on, and I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know that I'll have a first really good year in the NBA, but he's got some physical tools that really make His him pick is a real specimen. 1 yeah, through 12 is minus 125. Yeah, I think Charlotte's a good suitor for him, and they really are going to need kind of a pick-me-up after losing Kemba Walker. Charlotte's kind of in that basketball purgatory. They don't compete. They don't get to the playoffs, and they're kind of pointless, really. They need a player that maybe just, you know, a year or two down the road can maybe sell some tickets and get people interested in that area again, and maybe they can sneak into the playoffs. He's a guy with – it was just kind of not in the right system in North Carolina. Um, his numbers don't really back up that he's a great player, but he's – he, you talk about coveted coming out of high school. He was one of the best players in the country. I really like his size, his ability. Um, I think at, at, at best he's Justice Winslow, probably. I, I think at, at best he's probably Kawhi Leonard at the highest I'm a big, level. But, I'm a big Winslow you know, fan. Too bad Winslow didn't develop more offensively, but I do like Winslow. All right, Cam, you're going to like this for value, a big yep. man. We're talking about – I'm just trying to scour and find. What can we roll the dice with? We're talking about, about Darius uh, Garland. Darius Garland picks one five is minus five fifty. Mm-hmm. Plus, so to be taken six or higher is plus three fifty. And I gotta tell you, man, I'm gonna roll the dice that he's not taken with the first five picks because he's not going first overall, Garland. He's not going second overall. He's not. He's not going ahead of Jamarant. He's gonna go second. Are the Knicks, right? Are the Knicks really That's... gonna take Darius Garland, a kid that the Knicks? You know, the Knicks want to get good fast. At least R.J. Barrett was the leading scorer in the ACC. You're, are the Knicks really going to say, all right, we're taking a kid that's played six games before? You have the Pelicans at four. You have the Pelicans at four. There's no way in effing hell that they're taking Garland because Garland is represented by Rich Paul and and clutch management, who just screwed around the Pelicans with Davis and all this. There's no way they're going to deal with him. And they're not going to draft a kid. It just, it's, it's, just, it's insane to even think they would consider it. So he ain't going to go fourth. Then you get to fifth. Is Beeline really going to start all over? Like Culver's more ready for the NBA than Garland yeah. is. Uh, DeAndre team. Hunter fits Beeline much more than I think mm-hmm. what Garland did, what Beeline uh, would want than Garland. Guys, I don't know. Like, I'm not seeing it. I could be way off on this. I mean, clearly the sports books think they know something, big man. But to me, this is what the the, the bet we're looking for. At plus 350, there's value here that Garland isn't the top five pick in the draft. And like you said, he can go to I, Phoenix um, after. 
Yeah, look, I've um, I've been a big proponent of, of totally agreeing with you. I have them going seven to the Chicago Bulls. I think they're the team that makes sense. You look at one through six, none of them outside of the Memphis Grizzlies need a point guard. The Cavs yep. have a point guard. You know, the, 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 the Pelicans have a point guard. Phoenix, you know, they could take it, but it wouldn't matter. I agree. All right, hang in there. We'll take a quick break, and we'll come back with a couple of props, and we'll get to the base ball board. Same time position. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. All right, we'll bang off a couple of more of these uh, props. We'll let this man go. We'll go to the baseball uh, board. I got a ton of underdogs up for you. So specific prop, number of Gonzaga players to be drafted in the top 10, over, under, 0.5. Over is plus 150. Under, if you think somebody, if you think uh, the uh, the uh, the uh, uh, the Gonzaga players, one of them, what's it, Hachimura, excuse me, uh, Hachimura. Yeah. Um, is going to be in the top 10. It's plus 150 or Brandon Clark. I don't think either one of them are going to be in the top 10. They're probably both going to go right around there. It would be shocking, though. I mean, the Atlanta Hawks could take them. They have a couple of picks in the top 10. You know, it wouldn't shock me if uh, if the Hawks did it. But number of UNC players drafted in the top 10, over under one and a half. Over is plus 240. Under is minus 370. And the last one here, big man in camp. Uh, throw it to you, big man. Number of freshmen drafted in the top 10. Number of freshmen drafted in the top 10. Over under five and a half. Over under five and a half. Over is minus 195. It was like minus 145 yesterday, I think. It's gone up. Uh, under is plus 125. So Zion Williamson, yes. Jamaran is not a freshman. RJ Bear, guaranteed to be a top 10 pick. He's a freshman. Jared Culver is guaranteed to be, he's a sophomore. DeAndre Hunter is a sophomore. Darius Garland, freshman, yes, he's going to be top 10. That's three for sure. Now we're already into the seventh pick, though. Is Kobe White a top 10 pick, big man? Probably yes, right? Yeah, I, I think he's a top 10 pick. I think Cameron Reddish four. is a top five pick. And I that's think Jackson five? Hayes is a top 10 pick. All right. Little. Probably misses out. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, 12, I mean, 13. I mean, I, here, but here's here's where I was wondering: Does this count? Like, like, sweet little would be. Wait, so you have five already or six? No, that's what I'm saying. So look, Zion is five. one. Okay. All right, so I'll go yeah. through. I'm looking. Let's go like at a potential mock here. So Zion one, freshman. Jean Morant two, sophomore. Uh, R.J. Barrett three, freshman. We can get into the four, whether it's going to be Culver, uh, Hunter, Garland. But either way, only one of them's a freshman. That's Garland. We can agree that Garland is guaranteed to be a top 10 pick. Yes. That's only three. Now we get to Kobe White. All right. That's four. Cam Reddish would be five. And then we would need Jackson Hayes to slide in at 10. 
So we I, need Reddish I mean, and Jackson Hayes. I don't at must at minus one ninety five. I just don't think it's a smart bet, only because there's no wiggle room here. Right, and the wiggle room. The one wiggle room is you have to obviously consider that Washington would be the likely spot for Jackson Hayes, and or I guess Atlanta. But you know Washington may trade go down to four. What, sorry, so, big man, but what about where do you have this? And I don't know anything about it. I'm not going to lie. Sisiku uh, Dumbiaya from uh, from uh, New Guinea. I mean, some people a lot. I'm seeing this kid pop up in a lot of top tens recently. Yeah, I have Sisiku Dumbuya at nine to the Washington Wizards. I, I think they're going to be you know in major need of guard play. Yeah, again, these are always obviously trades aren't involved, but you know Sisiku Dumbuya's got a lot of really interesting comparisons from an NBA perspective. He's got a lot of steam. Him and Goga. It's a D. They're both very coveted. I know the Celtics really like Goga. He's out of the Republic of Georgia. He's a big. Uh, but, yeah, Sequel Dumboy, I have him going ninth to the Washington Wizards, and then I have Jackson Hayes going uh, tenth um, to the uh, Atlanta Hawks. Uh, yeah, I'm telling you, Cam. I don't know what Mr. Green's dealing with these props. We'll take a look, actually, tomorrow, and I'll look overnight here um, sure. if they have them up yet. But I'm not sure. Like I said, all it'll take for only five and not six freshmen to be taken in the first round is one curveball. Exactly. Yeah, there's one a lot curveball. Of... Brandon Clark gets drafted. Oshamara. About the kid from France, Gabe. Like, look at Luka Doncic, right? Like, you have these you have these NBA-ready players from Europe that have, like, you know what I mean? Like, he, he he's doing a great job. And now this other guy, his stock is rising. I don't think that number is going to get there. I think that I think he's going to go ninth, and it's going to screw everything and not win by one. So well, I think I'm with you. I think it's a danger. It's a very dangerous bet, and you need a lot of things to go right to get six, which I don't think will happen. The international players don't count as freshmen, right? Like they, you don't get credit. Exactly. For them, so. Correct. Yep. Yeah. You got it. I think so. I'm going to roll the dice with some value here. I'm going to get plus one fifty. I'm going to hope for the best, and I'm going to say that at plus three fifty, Garland is not a top five pick. I don't think he is. I would be, state. I would be very surprised, and this is just my opinion. Take it for what you you think, but look, I've seen all these players multiple times. I've done a full draft, all sixty picks. I would be real surprised if Siku Dumboya doesn't go in the top ten. This is a kid that you, know, you got to look right now at how many really good international players we've seen over the last ten years in the NBA, and you look at a guy like. Pascal Siakam or Joel Embiid, yep. just because you don't play basketball since you were three or four years old doesn't mean anything. Siku Dumboya started playing basketball at 12. He hasn't totally filled out yet. He's still very young. He's a terrific defensive player. If you can defend, you will be on a basketball team and you will be coveted. A lot of these kids today don't want to defend. He's a well, coveted we'll player. If, yep. if the copy, the copy, you know, most of the time sports are a copycat stuff, right? style of plays and stuff like that. And you look at the Raptors, they're not really getting a ton of credit for their win. And, you know, it's more Golden State lost and people are talking about AD and stuff. But you talk about it, you look, you look at Siakam from Cameroon, started playing basketball later, went to New Mexico State, not a basketball power by any stretch. But, you know, they've developed some nice players there, actually, at uh, New Mexico State. But um, the Raptors, very international team, right? International players. You know, we'll see if some teams sort of catch on to this, that it's a changing NBA right now. We're seeing now, too, a development. Look, uh, one, one of your boys there, the Ball Brothers, now going to Australia as well. Uh, the the R.J. Hampton kid. 
going overseas to play. I think we're starting to see a changing of the guard and more of a respect. You see Luka Doncic, as Cam mentioned, coming in from Europe. We'll see. I think not every team will do it. Some teams are like are just fascinated. Oh, he's a Tar Heel. Let's take him. Right? There's been a lot of Tar Heel yes. plus guys. You know what I'm saying? Like I think some GMs that are smart will start thinking outside the box. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the laziest arguments in NBA history that, you know, if you don't go to a good college, you're not going to be a great NBA player. It's one of the dumbest arguments you can ever possibly make. I mean, you look at some of the best players in this entire league, Damian Lillard, Stephen Curry, John Morant in the future. I I mean, I could go through for hours. None of them went to large universities. They went to Davidson and Weber State. That that argument is so tired and so bad and so bad and so poor and so bad. I'm going to keep saying how bad it is. <laughs> this kid, this Siku Gamboya is as good as it gets. The, the international flair right now is very high. I don't know why it's not coveted more. I don't know what these guys don't see in some of these players. I take a Euro player over just about anybody. Yeah, you know, though, I was all over Doncic last year. And remember, Cam, you and I thought it was crazy. We're like, yeah, we hey, Atlanta, it. you can't do this. You can't do this. You got to take Doncic. But Trey Young turned out to be good. Young, you know what I mean? We did. can't they deny They both were good. Yeah. They, both they both were, were great, good. But we like well, guys, out, right? guys, guys, listen, I'll say this. You can count on two hands in the last 20 years. European players that have not panned out, it's very unlikely they do not pan out. They're usually very good basketball players. They're not going to be, you know, some aren't all-stars, but they're all like DeMontis Sabonis or better. They they rarely come in and flop and fail. Darko Milicic is a one in a million with with Europeans. Sure. They're habit bus. Ask Raptor fans, Bargnani, Nick fans, Frederick Weiss. Sure, there's a couple. Uh, Okay, we got to get into the baseball. We got to get out of here, big man. So do you have a baseball pick for us on the way out? Are you taking anything to look at anything today? I'm gonna, yep, real quick, gonna throw one out to you. I don't. I'm, I hate unders. I think you got to get real lucky to play them anymore. I'm gonna go with a team total under. Giants under two and a half plus one hundred five. It's very low, guys. I don't know why don't we don't talk about it more. But Clayton Kershaw, the dominance he's had over the Giants in his career is quite amazing. In ten years, guys, of pitching against the Giants, he's given up four more runs three times in 10 years. It's quite amazing how dominant he is. This Giants team stinks. They can't hit. They're one of the worst in the league. I'll go with the fact that this is like a 4-1 baseball game. I'll go under two and a half. Giants get shut out, in my opinion. Big man on campus. You can follow him on Twitter, at Jeff at Nadu. Thanks for joining us, big man. Cheers, guys. Thanks. All right, uh, Cam. So we got uh, we got a couple of minutes left uh, to get into our baseball uh, here. Um, I'm all about the underdogs tonight, and it's not. I'm not just like reaching for them. I think there's some bad nope. numbers uh, out yep. there. Uh, one thing I want to I want to get into the Cincinnati Reds here a little bit as far as their their totals, and we talk about it every night. And oh, it's tough though tonight. I don't know about tonight. You know what they are right now on the season? Forty four and twenty four to the under. So you're now full twenty units over. You're winning. You're up 20 units just betting totals, and you don't have to worry about juice, Cam. Minus 110 bets. They're 44 and 24 to the under on the season. The Cincinnati Reds, and it just continues and continues and continues here. There's a misconception, Gabe. They're not the old. Uh, they're a different team. Have you seen their bullpen, like Amir Garrett and all these young players that they had? They forced these guys into the league years ago, and they got beat down. Now they're older, a little bit better, and 
as the Astros found out. They got rid of uh, outs and pressure situations last night to win a 3-2 to two baseball game. Be careful tonight, Gabe Berlander, Desclafani. Uh, rain delay right now. The game is in a rain delay, so I don't know what I'm going to do with this game. But, yeah, I- I'd look at the under in this game with Desclafani and Verlander, too. But uh, we'll see how things go uh, when they're going to start this one up. But I'm with you. Cincinnati has also a couple of good pitchers on the team. Cast- Castillo's 12, great. 12-1 and one to the under in their last 13 games, the Cincinnati yeah. Reds. Good if bullpen, you remember, I, don't st- score I, started, <laughs> I started talking about the streak when it was eight, though. I was like, guys, you know, the last eight uh, Reds games have gone under the number. And I've written it every day since then. We lost once, but uh, we've also won four times. So it's four and one since we started talking about it. We talked about you got to ride these hot streaks, guys. When it's going, just don't fight it. You know, just you don't even have to handicap it. Just say, you know, it's eight in a row. It's nine. And look, now it's up to 12 and one uh, in the last 13. They're 20 games uh, to the under, 44, 24 to the under on the season. So, but like Cam said, the rain delays, it's a short number at eight. And uh, I hate rain delays, especially you never know what's going to happen with the pitchers after. But, you know, you could go, you could go specific, you could list it too, right? Action, or this is when you get into it. But I'm going under the number. I'll rattle off my picks and I'll throw it to you. I'm going with the Rays, even though it's raining here. So it's another game. You have to be concerned about weather. Uh, Plus 148, Rays. Give me the Phillies at plus 140. Give me the Toronto Blue Jays with Strowman at plus 104. I love you know what? Blue Jays are going to make my card tonight, too. Also, the angle. Teams coming off embarrassing losses usually bounce back. Skag shouldn't be a minus 30 favorite. The Jays should be, like, minus 115. Bad line. Astros, Reds, under eight. Uh, Braves, I get it. DeGrom's on the hill. All right, whatever. The Braves are, like, 13-3 and three in their last 16 games and are home underdog. I'll take the Braves at plus 105. Similar situation, man. The Texas Rangers don't get any respect from the odds maker or the public. They're a dominant home team, and they don't get respect. They're plus 105 again, so whatever. We'll take them again. Uh, give me the Rangers, plus 105, and give me the Twins, plus 109. Like, this really is an underdog card for me. Rays, plus 148. Phillies, plus 140. Jays, plus 104. Braves, plus 105. Texas Rangers, plus 105. Minnesota Twins against the Boston Red Sox, plus 109. And the Astros and the Reds under eight, Cam. There's my baseball card. We agree on a lot of stuff. I only have one difference in you. I'm I'm going to take the Mets uh, tonight. I, I kind of agree with Kurtz on DeGrom. It's 115. It's a pick em. I'm worried about the Braves, though, Gabe. And I have no problem with you taking Turan. They're a very, very, very good uh, baseball team. And I'm glad we were on them last night. We agree on two dogs. I'm taking the Tampa Bay Rays tonight with Stanek. It's up to plus 160. I think that's a crazy price against Cap that hasn't been good. So I think Tampa Bay offers value. Hell, if you take them on the run line, guys, you only have to lay 25 cents, but we'll go both. We like Tampa Bay plus 155. I'm with you, Marenzi. Give me Marcus Stroman and the Blue Jays plus 120. As I mentioned, the Mets, small favorite Seattle against Homer Bailey. Kikuchi at home, I think he's going to be able to get it done tonight. And I am looking at two dogs as well. Minnesota, as you mentioned, at plus 110. And I might pull the trigger, Gabe. Still thinking about Detroit. Bud Nor- uh, Daniel Norris should not be plus uh, 150 in that game against Pittsburgh. Who the hell's Keller to lay 165? That's just a bad line. Detroit might make the card too, but Tampa Bay, Toronto, Mets, and Seattle. Those are the games that I'm going to war with. Minnesota and Detroit as pooches looking at big leans, but we're on some of the same stuff. Uh, we have the Travelers Championship that will hit uh, tomorrow uh, yeah. coming up uh, this week. See, FanDuel, for one reason or another, has top Canadian props uh, posted. Uh, for the oh, yeah. Travelers the Championship. 
Adam Hadwin, plus 220. Mackenzie Hughes, plus 320. Nick Taylor, plus 380. Ben Silverman, 6-1. to one. Adam Sevenson, uh, plus 650. Roger Sloan. <laughs> yeah, Sloan. Plus, uh, I know, Roger Sloan. He's on tour, man. Your buddy Sloan. <laughs> your beer. <laughs> the band name. You told me the story. Roger Sloan. It's actually Sloan. not too bad. Hey, Sloan. Hey, Sloan. Um, yeah. I, I like... Uh, in that uh, setting, I kind of think uh, who was I? I think Nick Taylor might be worth a look, but I'll uh, I'll come up with something for you when I do the show with you. You and Ranieri tomorrow will have some golf picks. Well, they've got match betting. They what other tournament props? We'll hit it all. We'll hit it all tomorrow. Okay. Top your European player, top uh, Asian, oh top Asian. What do we What do we got? Young Young Ann plus three eighty. Nope. Give me Sun Jae Im. Uh, Sun Jae Im plus three eighty. Yeah, I like him. CT Pan plus six fifty. Yeah, CT Pan's pretty good. Pretty good odds. CT. Siwoo Kim's kind of uh, not having a good year. I don't know. Like, uh, remember a couple of years ago, Siwoo Kim was on fire when no one really knew about him, but he's uh, that's hasn't done anything he's, since. No, he's been really struggling, and I'm not going to take him at that odds. I'm telling you, though, Sun JM, this course will line up for him really, really well, Gabe. I'm going to tell you, I think he, I might bet him at sixty-six to one as well. I think he's going to be wow, a good pick. Plus, plus three eighty, top agent. Top English player, Paul Casey, minus 150. There's only two of them on the board. So it's basically like Paul Casey versus Tommy Fleetwood. Tommy Fleetwood plus 110, Paul Casey minus 150. I'll take Casey. All right, we're done. My baseball picks, once again, Tampa Bay Rays plus 148, Philadelphia Phillies plus 140, Toronto Blue Jays plus 104, Astros Red under eight, Rays plus 105, Rangers plus 105, Win plus 109. May the winners be yours. 